Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Alex Rampernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Rampernard. Dave Schrader will join us, and i got a special surprise guest in the second hour, do we? Mm-hmm. Surprise! What? Surprise Ooh, guest. What? We're not I'm telling, telling you. you who it is. You're <laughs> out of the mix. <laughs> Somebody. We will take a break and be right back, kick things off with the family and the Tom Bernard Podcast. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. I do, I like this music. Do you think your father would wear these Godfather high tops? (laughs) What? He would wear a high top if you Charlie from Albuquerque says a keto Godfather high tops to accent your $100 tux that you wore at the. $100 tux at the. See, people don't realize that. And and they talked about it in the paper, and everybody thought that they're insulting me, but. Yeah, when I was a, I was elected to the National Radio Hall of Fame, I wore a one hundred dollar tux that I found. It wasn't that Goodwill, but it was someplace like that. It was well, an I mean, Amazon tux, wasn't why it? Why buy an expensive tuxedo if you're going to wear it one time? One time. Right. I think you just bought exactly. an Amazon tux. I think it was an Amazon uh-huh. tux. It was a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Was it the T-shirt with the tux printed no. right on it? No, it yeah. actually was a whole suit. It was. Wow. It was a he whole looked thing. nice. Oh. Indeed. I wasn't yeah, so embarrassed to have him. And then I found out uh, that if that if we that stay in, if we stay on the trend of the, all the people that were put in, uh, about ninety percent of the people in radio are assholes. So there you go. Not the friendliest people I've ever been around. I will tell you that. What's that guy's name when he he does a law talk on weekends or something? What the hell's his name again? Somebody law on the law. On the it's blah 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 on the law. He's on. I think he's on. 11.30 a.m., 105.7 FM, I think. The old K-Talk? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he took over for Rosenbaum, right? I think maybe, yeah. yeah. But he was in it, and he was... Well, it's not on the law. That much is true. God, what is his name? And then uh, John Landecker from, from uh, W. John Records Landecker. What a prick, that guy. Really? No oh, kidding. Oh, God, what a prick. See, I grew up in Chicago. So I have I a different, know. every radio show host I ever reached out to growing up would call me back. 
Ooh, they, Larry see, Lujak, Lujak, Steve Dahl, um, Wally Phillips, yep. Roy Leonard, uh, Jonathan Brandmeyer. So they were all great, and they, they were very nice people. I've met you. you you know, a relatively nice guy. So yeah, it all works out great. in the end. Well, about handle on the law? Handle on the law, yep. Oh, he's on AM640. Oh, is AM640 in, is that is. in town here? Uh, There's an AM640 here? KFI AM. Oh, oh that's yeah. in that's No, that's in, in, LA. in LA. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the United States, but well, yeah. I'm sure he's got a bunch of uh, sister stations and such. But uh, yeah, Landecker, uh, not not friendly. Now, Jonathan Brandmeier has always been very, very friendly. Right. Larry Lujak could not have been more friendly. Right. He was still alive, obviously, no longer with us, unfortunately. But one of the greats of all time. Mm-hmm. Steve Dahl and I have been friends for 20 years. So, I mean, you're right. Those guys are great guys. It's just it was a really weird day. Hmm. It was just odd. I don't know. It's just Some people can't handle things like that. I still haven't seen a single picture. Of what? That day when you were. Who took them? No idea. Nobody has any idea where any of them were. Did you post them? I thought I remembered seeing pictures. I could have. Yeah. I haven't seen. There were all these pictures that you should follow this professional photographer. She posts them on Twitter. I have no interest on going on Twitter ever. I'm going to read you a story that you aren't going to like, Catherine and Alex, but. Nobody. What are you going to do? In February, Jean Barretto, or Jean Barretto, depending on how they want to pronounce it. Jean a stop to gas up his dirt bike at the Wawa station in Osceola County, Florida. Moments later, he was tackled from behind by a sheriff's deputy. Additional deputies arrived, and one deputy uh, deployed his taser while Beretta was on the ground. Unfortunately for Beretto, the taser sparked and ignited gasoline and yeah. caused a fireball oh. that left Beretta with third-degree burns over 75% of his body. Yeah, that'll happen when you make a spark near gas. He tased him and set him on fire. That's not good. Holy hell. No. Three deputies were also injured, one with uh, burns over half his body per the Orlando Sentinel. Ten weeks later, Beretto's still in the hospital, and his family's oh, yeah. attorneys have requested intervention from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Uh, and U.S. Department of Justice saying police have withheld vital information, including body camera footage. Yeah, why would you shoot a taser at a gas station? A lot of people are well, dumb. it's better than discharging a gun. And I guess if you're trying <clears throat> well, to stop true, somebody, I suppose. Actually, guns won't ignite gasoline. Right, but they'll kill. And well, we're trying to stay yes, away I from suppose, killing people at this I mean, point. In, uh, I don't know. I think I'd rather be. Let's start. I think I'd rather be people. shot than have 75 percent of my body be third degree burns. To be honest. Yeah, it'd be a little hard to Let handle. Let me it. think. Sounds pretty unpleasant. <laughs> Which one? It's, uh, there's, it's really one of those no-win situations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? yeah, that's that's it. It's yeah. a no-win situation. You know, it disrupts your electrical pattern, right? Yeah. It, it, it does things to you. So I get that, but I want to know how these guys that are on drugs that have three different cops hit him with three different tasers, and the guy keeps coming. Yeah. I know that's amazing. I mean, yes. that, that defies the logic of physics, right? Well, because I, if it's if it's <clears throat> tightening all your muscles and dropping you. Three different discharges at you at the same time. How does that not just? I guess there's some. There are some drugs that will. That it screws up your well system so much that it doesn't wow. work. I've heard that. Well, and not even drugs. I had a friend in high school whose brother is bipolar, and they didn't know it yet. He had his first manic episode, and he was tased twice by police, and he just kept running around in the parking lot. that's amazing. And he was like, <laughs> too much dopamine or He was like whatever. 17 Lack years old, and he was just, like, didn't even feel it. Well, I, I understand the chemical imbalance, but again, yeah. You would just think the muscle. Yeah. How would you not just? I know. Some people they get hit with it. I've seen the videos where those like three hundred pound guys get hit with it and they defecate themselves. Well, the the taser making noise with her phone. It's Cassie. Cassie. How did it ever happen? She said it was Bill Handle. Handle on the law. Yeah. Yeah. Handle on Bill Handle. The taser itself, the electrical current, only goes off for a very short period of time. So once the current is gone, your muscles stop contracting. But for a normal person, once the contraction happens. It's like the worst muscle ache you've had in your life times a million. It's the pain that keeps people down. It's the taser workout. So when you're on drugs or something like that, if you don't feel pain, then that part isn't going to do anything. So you will get shocked. Your muscles will tense up very briefly. But then after that, nothing will happen. You know, one of my favorite things, back back in the day, I used to lift a lot of uh, of weights with a lot of uh, uh, prison guards, cops, things like that. And I actually had a friend named Dale. I won't say his last name, but Dale was a very big, very muscular guy. 
So any new thing they got at the Stillwater prison, they tested on him. (laughs) (laughs) I think every cop needs to be tased and pepperballed before they can... uh, Just to feel what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can ask Officer Dave. Here's my favorite one before we move on to Officer Dave. So Dale lined up. They had a new uh, rubber ball cannon that they wanted to try out. That'll break a rib. I wish I had one of those. So when they wanted to shoot him with it, he goes, wait a second. Just wait a second. Let me stand aside. Just shoot the wall, you know, the brick wall behind mm-hmm. him, the block wall. He goes, you shoot the wall. I just want to see how hard it hits the wall. It took a chunk out of the concrete. He yeah. goes, nope. There's a reason not. it's called less lethal and not non-lethal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Less lethal, not yeah. non-lethal. You know, if there was ever a cop that needed to be shot with a rubber ball, it's Officer Dave. No question about it. He's like, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> I've, I've seen his OnlyFans page. He has been a few times. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I still will never get over that day when you walked in there to look on Dave's face when the first thing we saw was a gigantic gun. Oh, it's like, everybody run. <laughs> Homecoming queen's gun. Yeah, and then his pistol, it's too. His that arms were monstrous. That's what caught my he, attention. He, he walked some, in. Some incredible Hulk burst through the door. He's kind of a Jack Reacher kind of guy. Yeah, that's what that's is. all about. What's up, Officer Dave? What's the latest? Uh, okay. Yeah, I figure I might as well answer the questions you're asking about the taser. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So wait a minute, Officer Dave. This is media. We don't need logic and real answers. We'll make up (laughs) our own. Just lie. My mistake. I heard you can cook an egg with one of those tasers. There you go. (laughs) Sure. Give it a try. See how that works out for you. Uh, So yeah, the taser lasts five seconds. Yeah, not a whole lot of time because otherwise it'll cook your muscles. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Generally, generally, that's all it takes to bring someone down to the ground. The problem is, is that when they deploy a taser from a distance, if both probes are not yep. in the person, does nothing. You know, like yeah, or the probes are too close together, mm-hmm. or it's ineffective. Where what you want an ideal shot would be in the chest and upper thigh. You know, oh, between okay. like between the groin and the knee. That's very um, specific. Because that's going to send that through, <laughs> through the body. The first probe comes. The first probe comes out straight. The second one is, I think, like a fifteen degree down angle. Um, so it's it's to get those probes farther apart. If they're fired too close together, and three different officers deployed their taser it's a pretty fair shot that one the tasers malfunctioned which happens very all too often Mm -hmm. number two those one probe probably didn't hit the that's why the guy kept could keep moving is that all three of those guys were had got one probe into the guy but not two probes into the guy so yeah it's that's a very simple way that that can can happen. Well, apparently the um, failure rate of a taser is 40%. Really? So they're not oh, great. Yeah. That's not very good. Yeah. People are always like, oh, why yeah. don't they just tase the guy? Well, because there's a 40% chance it wouldn't have done anything. That's why. Exactly. Jeez. Or it malfunctions. Yeah, they're not we're supposed, good. We're supposed to, yeah, we're supposed to spark test them once when we start our rotation. So this morning when I came to work, I spark tested Everything worked as it's supposed to. Um, now, who knows? But in 14 years, 15 years of doing this job, I've never, ever even pointed my taser at anyone. Never even took it out of the holster for anyone because I've never had to. <laughs> it's just kind of, I good. show up and people calm down. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Yeah, I don't know. Very calming, little fellow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> you threw the little fella back if you got like it. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. That's, so that's the deal. And if the guys at the gas, you know, were deploying a taser at a gas station, yeah, they might deserve to lose their job. Yeah, on that's that deal. pretty bad. Or the guy caught hmm. Yeah. Well, because what is the voltage so, of a taser? It's pretty opinion. high, right? Fifty thousand volts. Oh, 50, volts. that sounds bad. <laughs> but honestly, Tom, I've I've been tased. In training, because, you know, they like to show the small people how it affects them and the large people how it affects them. Yes, I see. You know, and it's like, 
basically, honestly, I would you could taste me seven days a week and twice on Sundays before I let you spray me with pepper spray. Oh, I bet. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, that stuff I is bet. brutal. I hear. Well, it gets your lungs. Yep. It gets yep. everything. Your you just eyes, yeah. Yep. Oh. Have you seen yep. that? Have you seen that footage? Everything. They it was big a couple of years ago. They were showing the guy that was running at the cop, and he deploys the he warns him a couple times, and then deploys the taser. And the guy screams. He sounds like a little girl, literally. Just says, ah, and he hits the ground. And he goes, you got me in the nuts. And oh. one of the, oh. one hit him in the thigh. The other one anchored off and hit him in the nuts. And the cop was laughing hysterically. As he's, I'm so sorry. I'm so, Don't run at a cop next. I'm so sorry. He's <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the crotch. Well, God, if one goes in the thigh, yeah, that'll go right through all the nerves in that area. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I've. Well, the times I've been tased for training, they've always shot me in the back, basically, because I have this big target. You know, mm-hmm. they get, things get to, the the uh, probes get to spread pretty good on my back before they can act. But, yeah, you'd be uh, terrible in a paintball league. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, think about <laughs> yeah, I would. That's, there's a reason I don't do those things. He can't yeah, hide. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think, I think if you really serve the people as a police officer, you'd take one in the nuts, too, just to know what it feels like. Yeah. Why don't you come on in? Let's do okay, this. Right Let's in, try it out. I'll, right I'll take the Bernard, shot for you. Right after you, Bernard. It's taking a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. The next morning of the KQ Morning Show. Yeah, so anyway, we uh, got some stuff going on. <laughs> Voice goes up a little bit. You Candace know. wonders what the smell of burning bacon is coming <laughs> from. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Oh man! Uh, so when you when you coming in again, Pally? When do you want me to? I think Any, I'd be free probably maybe next week. Anytime. Come Monday on, or you're, Tuesday. you're always welcome to come in, pal. You know that. Oh, you're the best. Oh, by the way, it's I'll Michael. I'll see what I can make work. It's Michael Bryant's birthday today. Isn't that nice? Happy Aww. birthday, Michael! Happy birthday, Michael! Happy birthday, Michael. Happy birthday, Michael! I think you should have like next time you have a celebrity guest in studio you should have officer dave show up and ask to speak to him just come in the door and go i'm here for uh johnny mercer yeah <laughs> just to see the expression <laughs> oh, the look on the face yeah. just open the door and then stand there without yeah. saying anything for the rest of the show uh, i like it that Work works my me. arms folded mm, yeah. exactly all right pally well come on <laughs> we'll see you next week sounds great thanks a lot Try officer to make dave. it work i'll let you know all right you all right. bet guys love y'all love you too pally bye, bye. See, that's the first time in my life that a six foot six, three hundred and eighty pound all muscle man ever told me he loved me. All muscle man. <laughs> he is very muscular, I will tell you that. <laughs> like Dave just said, those arms of his are like Christ. Honest God, he 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 is built bigger than the guy who plays Reacher. Yeah. He's oh, a monster. Well, yeah, I'd say so. I don't know how big the guy is that plays Reacher, but they make him look like a monster. Six four. Yeah, he's a big fella. Six he four. Mm-hmm. We but just yeah, finished he's the, just so wide. We finished that first season last night. What an ending that uh, first season yeah. had! Holy, did you watch it? No, I haven't. I just watched. Oh. I, I he was on the TV show Titans. Yeah, right. Uh, Teen Titans. He played Hawk. Yep. And, Teen Titans. Yeah, well, they don't. You're it, watching it based, Teen oh, Titans. The remake. Well, it was based on the Teen <laughs> Titans, but they're all remake. adult, edgy. Yeah. Like oh, the first episode, edgy. Robin's adult, beating adult somebody Titans. up in the in the alleyway, and the guy goes. You ain't so bad. Where's your Batman? And he pushes the guy through the window and then goes, F Batman. Well, and that's how they start off. And So it's a much grittier, oh. much more violent, dark series. Okay. Because you watching Teen Titans sounds a little girl I have fan. kids. you got to realize I do watch the cartoon Teen Titans. And most of the time my kids are with me. Most, most of the time. Most of the time. But then you get invested. Yeah. You're like, i got to watch this. Exactly. Did you guys see uh, Geraldo's big news? No. He, too, has seen a UFO. Well, but he was on ecstasy at the oh. time. Oh, That's why would you come forward and mention that? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, to stay just to stay relevant. What? How is he relevant? Yeah. He kind of lost all credibility when he blew through the Capone <clears throat> vaults and found a, a Coke bottle. Yeah, that didn't help him. Yeah, no. he kind of disappeared for a while mm-hmm. after that. He's, and... I don't get his popularity. He is I such a pompous. Never dick. understood and either. Yeah, just such a schmuck. I remember when he was. Do you remember when he was sitting, uh, squaring off with Charles Manson? And Manson was kind of giving him these veiled threats. And he's like, I'm not afraid of you, Charlie. I'm not afraid of you. And for God's sake, of course not. He's in prison, you moron. But I wouldn't want to piss off a guy who's still got people on the outside. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Remember the celebrities they already killed, Geraldo? You might want to back down a little yeah. bit. 
I know. Well, yeah. he's didn't did he get any? He got some fame <clears throat> by doing some war correspondence, maybe. He's yeah. He's he did quite a bit of that, and then he had the daytime talk show that. What was it? He had the the uh, white supremacists on it and brought out some, I think, Jewish people and people of color. And this huge melee started. And one of them picked up a chair and threw it, and it hit him right in the face. And he just started gushing blood. Oh. And uh, yeah, the footage is still online. But yeah, he you know he's been part of this controversy for a while. But he he takes himself a lot more seriously, I think, than his contemporaries do in the world of journalism. Hmm. When Maury Povich rolls his eyes at you, you ah. know you're not in the best place. <laughs> yeah. You know, I actually have shocking news. What? I saw a dinosaur. I was asleep, but I saw, <laughs> I saw a dinosaur. Thank you, Geraldo Jr. Uh, do tell. <laughs> Just making fun of Geraldo. Yeah, it was forward? plastic. It, that I saw. Why would you admit you were high I and you saw a UFO? Know. I mean, that's not. And that doesn't help his credibility no. that he does ecstasy. No. No. Mm. And it doesn't help. That, then people wonder why the government's not more transparent because idiots like this come forward. And then you've got a congressman who's now come forward saying, that, that whole thing was a joke. Of course we've got down craft and blah, blah, blah. He wouldn't know that. It's, again, all online speculation so, and stories. For people that don't know what's going on, like Alex. Yep, mm -hmm. no idea. <laughs> Explain. What so happened? they, in the first time in 50 years, they had a congressional meeting regarding UFOs, UAPs, as okay. they're now called, unidentified aerial phenomena, because UFOs is too kitschy, right? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had this huge meeting, and who was it? They had uh, um, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence Scott Bray and Under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security Ronald Moultrie are heading this bureau. Okay. And they were basically talking. I thought it was really well done. There's a lot of people barking about it. And they're like, they didn't tell us anything. Well, they're telling you that we're now looking into this and why. And I love the fact that the politicians that were there were taking it seriously. They had great pointed questions. They asked about the uh, nuclear shutdown that took place when Kraft flew over, turned off 10 of our missile silos. And you see uh, Scott Bray and, and Ronald Moultrie, and they both get this kind of look, and they're like, well, you know, we're not really familiar with that story. And the congressman that asked him goes, well, I think you'd be. that. I mean, this is all about protection for our country, right, and, and potential threats. Yeah, if there's a flying <laughs> electromagnetic pulse And they're there, able to yeah, shut down our stuff, we should know about that. Bad. And they're like, well, you know, we... We, we would have to be uh, given the task that he goes, well, how exactly, what is the protocol? And they're like, well, somebody important would have to say this, you know, this really needs to be looked into. And the congressman goes, well, I mean, I'm kind of important and I'm telling you, I think we need to look into this. And they're like, all right, we'll look into it. But that was like the only levity moment. But the rest of it was very well thought out. I, I liked what they had to say. And there were some questions that they said, we'll have to talk about that in the next session because this was the public session. Then they shut down, and then they went behind doors to talk more about the threat. And people were all bent out of shape. Well, we should know. No, they explained exactly why. And that is, we can't tell you how we detect these things, because then we're showing our hand to our enemies on how we can detect okay, now, certain things that they might be sending our but way. But yeah? if, this, if this is true, mm -hmm. and you have an advanced species of some kind that can actually travel all mm -hmm. the way to mm -hmm. earth don't you think they already know what we have don't you think their tech right, is right but it's not them superior? that's questioning us it's the rest <laughs> of america that wants to know well how do we know this what are we doing to track oh. it and they're like we can't say that out loud because then our enemies would know how we track certain right. things and where we get our intel oh, oh, and we can't say this and they were very it's not cautious. about the aliens it's about right. our enemies on the ground right oh, okay. and they were very cautious to say we're not saying this is alien in any way, shape, or form. We're just saying we don't know what this craft oh, is. Okay. When you've got a, a wingless craft with no propulsion, we can't. We don't know what's happening. And there, and then they were barking about the fact that they showed this one really small clip of video uh, from uh, I think it was a Navy pilot who happened to take out like his phone and videotaped this silver ball came zipping up and then took off. And they're like, there was better footage. Well, they've already showed us all the gimbal footage of the Tic Tacs. So we've seen some of the best footage that's ever existed. The government's released it to us. Mm -hmm. um, I just think it was great that they're finally taking it seriously and that they're appropriating money for this so that they can do it. And they're talking about protocol and how are we going to punish morons out there making false claims? We need to be aware of that. And they're like, yep, that's something we're putting together. So overall, I thought it was really well done. I, I liked what they had to share. I liked that they were kind of loose about it and, and it had a little fun. And one congressman goes, I have a question, Mr. Moultrie. Uh, beforehand, we were talking about the fact you're a, you're a sci-fi fan. 
And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, how big? And he goes, well, listen, I like a balance of both science and science fiction. I mean, I've been to a few conventions. I can't say that I've dressed up for all of them. And the guy goes, I think that's the weirdest thing we've heard here today, that you can't admit that you've not dressed up for all of them. Does that mean a few of them? But they were very, uh, very informative. They had some great information with what they could say at this point. I think that's a good first stepping sort of 50 years to acknowledge we do have a problem. And well, this needs to be looked into. Well, it makes me feel a little uneasy that if if our enemies have technology like that, mm -hmm. that our intel hasn't picked up on, that's crazy well, to that's me. That's what they're saying. We yeah. have to look at this as a threat and not necessarily from outer space or interdimensional, mm -hmm. but who has this technology and what are they doing with it? And what, you know, now we just broke the sound barrier. What was it? Uh, it was subsonic. We have a subsonic new uh, pilotless craft, I guess, that's very accurate. The, the Chinese, I think, last year shot theirs off and showed how fast it went. And it went five times the sound of speed and could hit with accuracy. So speed if they had that on a speed ship. Speed of sound. Yeah, or what I say? Light? Sound of speed. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm like, is that a thing? I don't know. The sound of speed. <laughs> yeah. speed? Yeah. If you've never seen somebody on speed, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But the, this craft can go five times the speed of sound oh. and still hit things accurately with missiles. Can yes. people be in something like that? No, they're, they're oh, drones. They oh, okay. Which is what they believe these craft, these alien Tic Tacs are probably drones. Or they're mapping or watching. And, and the fact that they were around an area where there's military installations mm, yeah. and they're seen there every day for what would they say six seven months why aren't we deploying planes after them and they said we have we can't catch them you can't catch them so and if you have something to their to their uh, fault as well if, if we've got something that can do that do we challenge because what are they going to do if we piss it off yeah. right, right you know we have to take a break be right back in just a couple of minutes the tom bernard show with the family Dan Chesky's here from Dan Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dan Southside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom Bernard talking with Brad Huckle and Michael Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked a few times over the years about how North American Banking Company has helped local businesses when they're ready for expansion. We love talking about the success of our customers. One example is suburban manufacturing in Monticello. They create innovative products that produce clean, dry air that is needed during the manufacturing process. We recently helped them expand their business. Moving into a new building gave them the space they needed to add new equipment and production lines. We were able to step in quickly and provide the financing they needed when they needed it. When we help businesses like suburban manufacturing with their expansion, it's beneficial for our customers, but their growth also creates new jobs in our community. So they make stuff that produces clean, dry air for manufacturing after working with Bilski. Do they breathe easier with their business belt? We certainly hope so, Tommy. And that's no hot air. Nice one. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM.
Here I am humming a song and you guys are schmoozing. Tom, I'm, I'm starting to realize your cynicism listening to your family. I know. It's There's these amazing drops you can put in your eyes that allow you to see and not need glasses. Well, let's let other people burn their retinas out first. <laughs> yep, Santa sorry. Claus, mm, let yeah. me see that fat ass get down the chimney in our house. Yeah, there you the negativity go. on this end of the table. I know. It's uh, a, I've been I'm putting sorry. up with it for 42 years. When it comes years. to my eyes, I'm not messing yeah, with them. Yeah, really. I, don't, I barely even cross eye drops. You just tested in one eye, Catherine. That's why God gave <laughs> yeah. it, too. If one burns out, you got another one. Viewity uh-huh. eye drops. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw a commercial for those. I guess they work. Well, so what the problem is... is Not when for you, us. Anybody what? below the age of, I think it's like 40... 40? Is great for it. Yeah. If you need reading glasses before 40, what? you got a problem. A lot of people at what? 30 need reading glasses, yeah. yes. I can read. Oh, Dan definitely needs reading glasses. With my horrible eyes, I can read just fine. Dan 100% needs reading glasses, and he will not admit it. I didn't need him until I was in my mid-50s. And he's like, because I always say that he, because I know the books that he reads, you know, to the kids sometimes. Like, I know the words to them, and he says the wrong words. And he's like, it's because it's dark in their rooms at night. And yeah, I'm like, no, it's it not. It's because you need reading glasses. <laughs> I'm like, have you ever been to the eye doctor in the 10 years we've been together? No. Oh, you oh, should go yeah, in every I know. Yeah. Well, he's a doctor's kid. He could, he could kid. have something wrong with his eyes if he's that's the problem. He's a doctor's kid. They don't go to the doctor. Doctors don't go, and doctor's that's kids no, don't go. No, they don't. And that nurses are also worse at uh, taking care of themselves. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, one of my friend's fathers is a doctor. and Does that make you nervous? just had several... Like heart episodes, a lung episode, and it's like, yeah, you wouldn't want to go to the doctor. Gotta wonder. Now I'm slipping into their cynicism on this end. If they're afraid to go to the doctors, yeah, they know that you know, these guys don't know what they're doing. That's why they call it practice, Tom. <laughs> well, I was at the doctor with various members of my family three times last week and the week before, so I'm yeah all for You're going to the doctor in. when you need well, it's to. It's a good thing you did too, because strep throat is nothing to mess with. All dialed in and True. ready to Except go. Except for Fawn was tested for strep twice, and she tested negative, so I didn't even need to bring her in the two well, times. But you know what? I did. It's worth. I know it is. Yes, yeah. a peace of mind. Yes. When I was reading about, I mean, I, I know about this. It's called pandas. P a n d a s. It's a sudden onset of obsessive compulsive disorder or tics after strep. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, and it's something that this. pans is it without strep. It just all of a sudden happens. And then pandas is when it's after strep. And it's something that can happen because I was, I talked to a couple of my friends about Sage having some like anger stuff with his antibiotics. Like twice a day, he was having like screaming, yeah, crying mm-hmm. fits. <laughs> he was being defiant right. all the time. And I was just like, just this like is not Dave his... Yeah. I was like, this is not his personality. What is going on? And somebody was like, oh, it might be pandas. And I was like, no, you have to have... It has to be a, like sudden obsessive compulsive disorder. See, I'm tics. glad that I didn't have all of like, this information when you were little. I'm just, well, but it's I'm interesting. Social yeah. media, it's like all the things that can be wrong. Well, yeah, no, but I'm not you. the type of person to like, <laughs> it's probably that. I'm usually like, nah, it's fine. I just don't want to know about it. But he didn't have antibiotics for the first day yesterday. Didn't have a single fit and was a wonderful boy all day. Was it amoxicillin? Mm. Was it the pink stuff? Mm-mm. Oh, it didn't have. They took the pink out of it. Oh, okay. They no. took the pink out with tweezers. Yeah. <laughs> well, they stopped adding don't the dye that anymore. I yeah, should I don't say know why it had it's just white pink. now. Oh, okay. I know. But that's so we don't offend anybody. <clears throat> yeah, it's just one color. Oh, pink true. is for girls. Uh, blue is for boys. Well, and I. You get the blueberry flavor, child. I will. I'm patting myself on the back though because I am horrible with medications and vitamins and stuff like that. Horrible at giving them. Ten days. He needed it twice a day, and he only missed two doses. Good. Oh, it's like. Oh, no, I can't. Yeah. If I have to take something three times a day, I'm like, Doc, it's not going to happen. Three times a day is unreasonable. Three times a day is ridiculous. You're going to be lucky if I'm going to. Three times a day is unreasonable. I have have a handful I have to take in the morning, a handful in the afternoon, and a handful at night. I take some stuff when I wake up, some stuff when I go to bed, but in the middle of the day, you're always doing something. Yeah, but that's easy to remember. Yeah, in the middle of the day. When you wake up, you do it. Well, and then if you have ADHD like me, and you have (laughs) problems with object permanence, and you put your vitamins in the cupboard, and then you just forget that they exist, then you don't take them. Because I don't take any medications. Don't have it. Time for those glass cabinet doors. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or like the fridges, I'll, the I'll fridges that have a list of like what's on the front of the that fridge. That would be really nice. <laughs> I know. So sometimes I'll take the pill, I'll get up, 
I'll take the pills out of the bottle and put them in my pocket because I don't have water. I'll go get water, and then they'll be in my pocket for the next six hours. <laughs> You're like, well, I forgot or, there. Was. Or go through the laundry. Not just permanence. It's a thing. There you have it. i got to read you something. I, I think people really need to go in their houses and lock the door and never come out. Oh, way ahead of you. People have lost <laughs> yeah, their minds. Andy's Did you hear the last one? <laughs> McDonald's and, and Wendy's? No. What? Somebody uh, wants to sue McDonald's and Wendy's because the hamburgers they show on TV are bigger than the ones that they sell. That is true. False advertising. It's not untrue. It's yeah. Well, they definitely have it's, false advertising. It's like 5%. Who would even notice that? Oh, well, I don't, I don't like, believe that either. Have you gone in and gotten any kind of fast food? The, oh, yeah. The no. McDonald's hamburgers are barely over the size of, like, they're like double the size of a 50-cent piece. Yeah. What? They're oh, tiny. they're stupid. Oh, really? And, and Burger King's even worse now. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. They've been shrinking them so they don't have to increase the price. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, like, if you know anybody that's ever worked in advertising for a food thing, it's like oh, they yeah. coat it in oil oh, it for it commercials like to make it look shiny. And what Johnny Carson did to Ed McMahon. Or no, Ed McMahon did to Johnny Carson. I don't know. They were selling some ice cream on The Tonight Show. And there's Johnny talking, oh, this is the greatest ice cream I've ever had. It's wonderful, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, Ed McMahon walks into the frame, and he goes, take a bite of it, Johnny. He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, take a bite of your <laughs> yeah. ice cream. Oh, God. He goes, what are you, what, what are you doing? And they start laughing and joking. And we go, apparently because the cameras and the lights are so hot over Wait, the cameras. Like styrofoam it was plastic or something? No, it was lard. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Eat an entire spoonful of lard. That'd be good. Well, mo- yeah, lard for sandwiches. For Sugar photographs, lard. a lot of them are plastic. They're, they're yeah, molded. They'll make them out of plastic yeah. versions. Yeah, they do. If, if you've ever seen a restaurant with the soup that always has, like, the sprig of parsley or whatever yeah. in the middle, what they do is they fill the bowl with soup, they put a ramekin in there, and then they put the sprig of parsley on top of the ramekin. So oh. it looks like the soup is so thick that it can support a sprig of parsley, uh, but it's not. Tricky, How are they allowed tricky, to lie like tricky. that? I honestly don't know. You would think that I that know, would be false yeah, advertising. That's a whole industry. Is it sure is. Photography of, of food. I yeah, mean, who do you think they are, politicians? Oh, When's the last time you heard a politician <laughs> tell the truth? The whole truth and nothing. The last time I heard a politician. Well, good move. Don't even pay attention. Did you see that bag of 50-year-old McDonald's they found in their wall in the house? They were The food looked like it did when they bought it. They had a receipt and everything. It was in a bag and it had been crammed in between drywall and they pulled it out. It's 99% salt. Salt doesn't go bad. But the bread. Everything on it. Still 99% salt. Meat? Yeah, it's all salt. Close to meat. That's gross. I mean, that's what they used to do. Meat adjacent. That's what they did for thousands of years to keep their stuff from going bad. Curing everything. Yeah, they would just (laughs) soak it in salt, basically, and that would make it immune to bacteria. Well, that's that's like... still what they're doing. Dan loves Jimmy John's. And I think it's... I think it's like... Good, but it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. Not like, oh, I need a Jimmy John sandwich, whatever. But like it's every B-tier. time after I eat Jimmy John's, I'm so thirsty, yeah, like two hours later, because it must be so salt. Even though I don't get, I, mine doesn't have meat on it, so I can't even imagine what ones with mm-hmm. meat on them must be like. Well, with they're salt. all bread anyway. The whole thing is bread. Firehouse well, that's subs. The whole firehouse thing. subs. Firehouse subs. Those are. Oh the yeah, Dan best. loves. Yep. He would take a firehouse sub over Jimmy John's any day, but it's harder in, uh, to get to. We have them up here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do? Yeah, they yeah. just opened up one uh, right up by me in Apple Valley. Oh. There's one on 176th. And I believe it's owned by firemen, right? Yeah. It's a, yeah. yeah, like their profits go like to, yeah. Or something. I don't and know. it is some of the best you'll ever eat. We had one yeah, right had next one to our house yeah. in, yeah, in West Palm Beach. I can't eat there. No? Because they don't, don't have anything other than, like, pepper sandwich for vegetarians. That makes sense. They're firefighters. Pepper sandwich. <laughs> they would, raw meat. I'd be violently ill. They yeah, don't. Need, exactly. I didn't, last I checked, they didn't even have, like, a tuna salad. But maybe they do now. Yeah, I was just thinking, honest to God, that the reason I didn't know about this <laughs> McDonald's and Wendy's thing, the last time I had a McDonald's or a Wendy's hamburger, and I'm, I don't avoid it. I just never eat there yeah, for some once reason. Once a year, maybe. For me. I, I bet you it's been 10 years since I've had a McDonald's hamburger. McDonald's? I don't even remember the last time. Yeah, it's probably longer than that, actually. It might have been, it could be 10, 15 years, something like that. I just, and it's not that I don't like them. I just never go through the drive-thru. I don't go to any of those fast food places because I just, I don't know why I don't. Actually, I have a, truth. I like their breakfast. you feel like crap? After. I don't know why, but every once in a while, and it tastes terrible, and I still eat it. Is it Arby's? 
Junior oh, roast beef, yeah. but with both sauces on it. Mm-hmm. It has to have both the horsey sauces. Sauce. Sure. Pretty good. Horsey's in the, the RV sauce. sauce. Every once in a while, it's like, I just got to have one of those. So I just saw something, you know, I was literally driving around, just such a nice day. I just, between the two shows, I go for a drive once in a while, just for the hell of it, just to get out of the building. And I was driving around North Minneapolis. That's a great today. place to go. Well, I go there over there all the time. Just all the great, the great memories of the 40 different houses I lived in over there. Most of them have been torn down now. but Great memories. So I take, I'm on 21st and Bryant Avenue North, because yeah. we used to the 2225 Bryant Avenue North. We lived there, I think, for about 10 minutes, but, you know, it was one of those deals. I'm driving up, and I see this gigantic vehicle. It's like an SUV, but it's it looks more, it's like, does a Jeep make a gigantic, or is that one of those Hummer deals? Hummer, probably. Yeah. Mm, I've seen a Jeep that looks like super say, badass. There's one gigantic. Yeah, like a big, that's really yeah, big, but most of them are Hummers, but it's... So this guy's yeah, got, his, I mean, got his Hummer or whatever the hell it is in the middle of the road, and he's got his lights blinking. So I look and I go, well, there's no way I can get around that guy. I'm going to have to back up and get the hell out of here. As I'm backing up, two guys come out, and they start fist fighting what? because he won't move his car. Yeah. So That's when you pull out the phone and start videotaping and sell it to one of the local TV stations. Well, I should have done. 1500 bucks a second. These guys are beating the piss really? out of each other because oh he wouldn't gosh. move his vehicle. <laughs> Some of them, they pay for footage yeah, they sure on do. that stuff. Yeah. They really? It's what gets the views. Doodly yeah. doos. Would have been racist. They were all black. A white man taking advantage, making money off of black people's misery. No, they could don't be. really care could about ter- that. Yeah, I'm just going to step back quietly. <laughs> there you go. See, that's yeah. what the whole problem Ruminate. you got right there. It all works out in the hey, end. Can I mention real quick, tonight I'm doing a special edition of my show, The Paranormal 60, mm-hmm. on YouTube. They can find it. Scott Walter is going to be on. He was on this show last I week. I know. Yeah, he was Terrific. just on. He, he really has good. some of the most unbelievable ancient alien artifacts what he said yeah he allowed me to take pictures we're going to talk about these artifacts today we're going to show them online uh during the show if you guys are interested there's a lot of false stuff out there this guy has dated some of it he's been able to oh really oh my god yeah oh really oh i I don't want to give anything away but watch tonight if you're if you're on the fence about aliens and their place in our culture this is going to blow your mind yeah, that's what he said. He said it's very, very impressive. Yeah. Scott's a great guy. He's a yeah. very nice guy. Yeah, he's a good good guy. He's trying to get me to join that outfit he's with again. Me too. I think we should both go in and upset the apple cart. Do you think we should do it? Yes. What's it called again? Oh, we, we shouldn't say. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It's a, it's a special club. It band. rhymes with Shaluminati. <laughs> Shal- yeah. <laughs> Did you watch Moonfall? No, I have not yet. Was it good? <clears throat> I thought it was good. It bombed at the box office. Critics hated it, but I watched it on an airplane. I want to know if anybody watched it on Who's a big screen. Patrick Wilson. Well, I like him. Okay. Halle like, Berry. Oh, God, Ooh. I like everybody in it. Yeah, so it was an independent movie that cost like $160 million and they only made like $58 million. Oh, that's not good news. Moonfall? Yeah. It was, I thought it was actually pretty good. I mean. So it's a sci-fi movie? It's a sci- Yeah, the moon is a superstructure. You know what? There's mm-hmm. thoughts about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. They and just made a mistake with the title because Moonfall, I believe, was also a, uh, a James Bond movie. No, that was Moonraker. That Raker. was Moonraker. Yeah. Moonraker, well, close enough. I bet you people think it's just a redo of that movie. Well, there was a science fiction novel called Moonfall in 1998, which is apparently unrelated. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, see, that's the problem with, with the names like that. you got to be careful what you name yeah, your It's a pretty generic name, yeah, I'd it's say. It's very moonfall. generic. It's about the moon falling. Moonfall. I'll huh. have to check it out. I don't know. I just, I thought, I'll I thought, watch it. I thought it was kind of interesting. I just thought it was interesting, you know. And the special effects were really pretty good. I was surprised that it got it didn't do anything at the box office. So it's about but it was, the never structure. Heard of the moon is yeah. a structure. But it was 2021, yeah. so that was, you know. That's no moon. That's COVID time, so yeah. maybe that's why. Yeah. But you would well, still oh. think the streaming would make a ton of money. Oh, so the moon is a is a Death Star? No, it's a superstructure. Right. Somebody's here. It's not. It was made it by our ancestors. It was made by our ancestors. I heard it only kills Australians. <laughs> that's what I heard. No, they're safe. Oh, they're down no. under. Oh, yeah. there, ah, there he is. Look at this. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Come on in, Brad. Come on Step on Dave Schrader, Brad Blanks. Nice nice to meet you. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, there's a dog. You there's a dog. Headphones right there. Oh, no. no. He comes in and destroys the studio. This one? Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, I think so. Right. Good to see everyone. All right, here we go. Let's I thought this. of you today because I took a drive over on Plymouth <laughs> Avenue. That so was oh, oh, man. Majestic. Brad said he wanted to, what, about five years ago? <laughs> yep. He said, Tom, I want to drive through your old neighborhood to see where you grew up. I said, no, you don't. He goes, yes, I do. I want to see it. I, so I put the top down on the Ford Mustang, and we're driving down Plymouth Avenue, and after about one mile, Brad said, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, Tom was so cocky. He was so Tom confident. Cock? Yeah, yeah. Once like, I grew up there. Yeah, no, and, and, and everyone loved you. Oh, because the guy came running yeah, over yeah, to the car. This is where right. I'm done. I'm going to get... I'm gonna get <laughs> he yeah, thought yeah. he was going to get killed. Two white guys driving around in a nice the car. car. Right. I remember we had, yeah, we had people over at our old house, which was right next to North Minneapolis, and we wanted to go downtown to Bar La Grassa. We went down oh, okay. Broadway. Yep. And they're like... Where are you taking us? Where are we? They were like really freaked out. They had never been through North Minneapolis before in their oh, lives. So, yes. but, but, so where, were, where were we exactly? Plymouth like, and Emerson. Oh, I'm going to look this up because I'm a big Google Map fan and I want to know where I was exactly. Is yep. there, is there a Plymouth shop? and Emerson in North Minneapolis. Plymouth and all right, good. Because Mickey's I'm, Liquors is right there. Don't on the go over there. Don't by myself. Geez, I had a Really good story about Brad Blanks until he went there and <laughs> got, got murdered killed. by himself. Well, well that the first thing Brad sees as we're driving down Plymouth Avenue from Washington down to Emerson, uh, he's, he's looking across me because I'm driving. He's looking across me. He goes, what the hell is that? And I said, Brad, that's called a drug deal. Yeah. There are like five uh -huh. guys between two houses. Yeah, they, 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 they're pretty obvious in their drug yeah. dealing. Yeah. Yeah. You live in yes. Manhattan. You see drug deals on the yeah, street all the time. Yeah. But it's more Constantly. covert. Yeah, it's right. not as just like, here's. Yeah. I just was amazed that the houses aren't connected. They're all yeah, standalone they're all, houses. Yeah. And they yeah. used to them down there. No, not even alleyway. It's like. No, right between the, the houses. kids would just be walking. It hasn't been yeah. illegal in a long time. But, uh, it's yeah. the American way, Brad. It's, it's, it's yes. free enterprise. Do more drugs, Entrepreneurship. Do very more good. drugs. That's very but, funny. Yeah, so I, all these guys kept coming around the car, and I would be laughing and joking. I'm looking yeah. over at Brad. He's like... This is a convertible, right. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a he has no skin tone at all. He's like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah. But, but I, it made me a better man, and it was a privilege to drive around there. Yeah, so, yeah, we should yeah. have had a camera rolling because it was like a bit we of a have. this is your life moment. Yeah, oh, this is, that's true. Yeah. We should have Just a like, a, like a, a, 10 yards away from the drug deals where Tom learned to ride a bike. Yeah, <laughs> this, is where, this is where I rode a bike. Yeah. Funny, that's the true. drug deal will still happen then. <laughs> yeah, so, right. But I'm telling you, if yeah. you ever do that, ladies and gentlemen, the last thing you want to do is give them the impression that you're the least All bit right. uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. You're going to have a huge problem if that if they they read that in you right yeah yeah so are you from minneapolis you, uh, well i grew up in illinois i moved to minneapolis when i was 20 uh and i lived over on 5226 irving avenue over in north minneapolis oh rich people <laughs> yeah yeah right 50 it was second the, irving man that's like high tone no, no, yeah we were kind of i don't want to brag but uh, i got my house for 35 grand 20 years ago oh, so it was pretty uh God, you just it's sold probably for still worth that. No, oh. 185,000 it just sold for. <laughs> what? I know. Yeah. It's got to be that gentrification stuff. I don't understand it. Very quickly, I was, I've been watching Dragnet, oh. you know, Jack Webb mm -hmm. and all the rest of them. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> this house, you are not going to believe this, but this beautiful house is unaffordable at $100,000. And then they show this gigantic mansion on like 10 acres of land in L.A. And he goes, and this house will cost you a cool $500,000. <laughs> that place got to be worth like $50 million yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but real estate, what a time to be oh, alive, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Pretty bad. Catherine, you're the real estate guru? Uh, yeah. No. No, right. <laughs> no, not anymore. Right. No, she goes. No. no she got out before the, the, the before all the coming. rookies got in and made money in the deal. <laughs> exactly. So we got for a down market. In the, <laughs> in the second hour, I'm glad you came in. But why are you in town? No, by no, the way? Uh, yeah, well, Nobody told get, me yeah, that yeah, you were coming to town. No, no, right. Nobody. All oh, right. No, well, I'm going to come into the show tomorrow. Uh, See, nobody be... even told me you were coming in. All right. So yeah, now I'm. Just love It's a long story that I'm here. Yeah, it, oh, it, it is? Yeah, it's just it's something you'll probably hang shit on me about. I'm no, not going to say a no, word. No, I don't know what you're talking no, about. No. But you <laughs> would, if I asked them to today, I asked yeah. the producers today, why is Brad Blanks in town? They said, we didn't know he was coming to town. 
Oh, Cam- I told Candace. She, I asked her, and she said uh, she didn't know you were coming to town. Uh, all right. <clears throat> maybe it was supposed to be a surprise. Yeah, surprise. In her defense, she just didn't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. she doesn't care about no, things. Yeah. There is that. Well, I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me in your well, fine city. It's, it's been a lot, three years, so I don't even know what's I going on. Know. I'm worried about oh, asking yeah. inappropriate questions. because you know, you, Feel free. You know what I mean? Like, so no, you, God's checking for hour two. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Questions. Yeah, that ought to be interesting. There's no doubt about it. No, it's great to have you because it's been three years. Yes, it's I've seen God. Yeah. Wow. This is, what a life we've all so lived. So what are you in town for? <laughs> all right. No, all right. So I've come for an NFT conference. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Now he's doing the fake money. <laughs> this is the bad time to come in for that with <laughs> yeah. cryptocurrency no, taking it, massive nosedives. You're exactly right. So it's like everyone is going to be broke. Right. <laughs> because, so you can get because, really good deals so, on NFTs. Yes, right. I, so, this is what I, I have so many yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, and I'm happy to answer them. Yeah. How do yeah. you know about NFTs? I, 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 exactly. That's why it's going yeah. to a conference. That's right. Go, yeah, but it's going to turn. It'll turn into a marketing conference, I think, in the end, oh, because okay. everyone, the NFTs are all gone downhill. So yes, they sure have. Yeah, and um, and I, I'm scared to even check the NFTs that I purchased to actually attend this conference. But I will do that live on air, and we'll do a we'll do a check to see if I'm. Please tell broke. me you're the biggest holder of board monkey portraits. <laughs> no, no, I never got one of those. <laughs> but, but I got a good one. This, this one, I I just wanted to go. This it's Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you're f- familiar with this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a New Jersey guy, and he's become this massive you know, business advice motivational guy he hates being called a motivational speaker but uh good guy positive energy and last year he sold nfts around a conference so the nfts mm. essentially is your ticket to the conference mm. right which okay. i think there's value in that like if you go to a rock concert and you buy an nft or a ticket to the conference and the ticket is an nft mm-hmm. then you can hold that nft for a hundred years and sell it and because yeah, people sell if you remember Tickets. that you have it, that's in right. If you remember the password or whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's the concept, and I like this guy, and I've been taking his stuff for free for ten years. So I bought two NFTs for like, you know, fifteen hundred bucks each because it's three, you know, three years of a conference. Fifteen hundred bucks each. Yeah, we'll yep. be back with a sucker yes. is born yeah. every minute right after this. <laughs> well, this, holy cow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, and he sold uh, thousands, a uh, ten thousand of these. Oh, yeah. He made a fortune. Yeah, he's very smart. He made a fortune. Guy. Yep. And um, fifteen million dollars. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. And 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 then and he's got to pay for the conference and everything, whatever. Um, but the price of those NFTs at one stage went to about. Forty thousand dollars each. Oh God! Sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah, and I never sold. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I haven't checked. But anyway, I'm here. It's got me to you guys, so I'm not. You know, I know. Right, I, we we oh. got to take a break oh, yeah, we here. Do. We got to okay. come back with that second hour. Yes. Brad Blank's getting <laughs> screwed out of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be absolutely a perfect hour coming up next. <laughs>